0: Hello everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Space Monkey X Audio Workshop presents Generation Tune. This is your host Rob Lamley. Here on Generation Tune, we have three generations of cartoon fans. My wife Andrea, a millennial, our daughter Harper, a Gen Z kid, and me a Gen Xer. And we talk about the animated shows that have helped shape who we are today. Last time it was Harper's Pick with Gravity Falls, which means it's my turn again, and I went with a classic series from the 1980s, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. Along with shows like He-Man, Transformers, and many others, G.I. Joe was created for one reason and one reason only, to sell toys. Before about 1983, the Federal Communications Commission had strict rules about television advertising aimed at children. But with the Reagan administration, those rules were loosened and a flood of cartoons with toy line tie-ins hit the market. Was it ethical? Eh, maybe not. But many of those cartoons have become cultural icons for kids from that era, and many of them are still going strong today, including G.I. Joe. Before we get started, there's one thing I forgot to mention during our discussion, and that's the influence G.I. Joe had on cartoon storytelling. Because most cartoons of the time were only shown on Saturdays, the stories were usually self-contained episodes, so kids didn't have to wait a week before seeing how the story ends. There were the occasional two-parters, but they were few and far between. But because G.I. Joe was syndicated and ran nearly every afternoon in most television markets, this gave the writers the freedom to come up with multi-episode storylines. Not only did this give them the opportunity to come up with more complex stories, it also had the added benefit of making sure the kids came back tomorrow to see the next chapter. G.I. Joe actually kicked off with a five-part proof-of-concept miniseries called The Mass Device, and then over the course of two seasons would feature three more miniseries of five episodes each. These multi-episode stories rarely connected for a larger, overarching storyline beyond the miniseries, but using their syndication format to keep kids coming back every day is clearly reflected in the on-demand, bingeable serialized cartoons that are so common today. For this edition of Generation Tune, we watched four episodes of G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. First up was Season 1, Episode 16, Countdown to Zartan. Zartan is sent by Cobra Commander to sabotage an anti-terrorism conference at the World Defense Center. Can the Joes find the bomb he's hidden before the building explodes? Season 1, Episode 22, The Fun House. Cobra kidnaps a group of scientists to lure the Joes to a trap-filled funhouse that could spell their doom. Season 1, Episode 39, The Viper is Coming. After receiving phone calls laced with coded messages from a man who calls himself the Viper, the Joes battle Cobra to discover the identity of this mysterious benefactor. And Season 2, Episode 10, Once Upon a Joe. When a battle with Cobra accidentally destroys an orphanage, the Joes team up to rebuild the kids' home. While taking a break from work, Shipwreck gets roped into telling the kids a fairy tale. And with that, let's get to our discussion of G.I. Joe! Welcome back to Generation Tune. This is Rob, the Gen Xer.
1: Andrea the Zenial, I guess is where we've decided. Yeah, Millennial Zenial. Uh,
2: Harper the Gen Z.
0: (laughs) And uh, this time it was my choice, and I went with G.I. Joe. A Real American Hero.
2: Yay!
0: (laughs) A a, a Real American Problem. (laughs) Yeah.
2: A Real American Show.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, As usual, a few little notes here just to start. Um, G.I. Joe, the cartoon, was based on the toy line that was introduced in 1982, which was, of course, based on the old toy line from the 1960s. Um, It was produced in a smaller format instead of the original 12-inch because the uh, price of oil had skyrocketed in the coming years. And so it's <laughs> their version of skyrocketing. Well, yeah, as <laughs> I'm crying in 329 a gallon. I, wa- right I want to say I want to say the price of a barrel of oil in the '60s was $16, and then by 19, <laughs> by like 1980, when they started to kind of kick this idea around, it was up to $44. Oh, I know, but I oh mean, no. you know, that is a big difference. So anyway, they made them smaller. Um, the toy line was introduced in 1982. It was actively sold until 1994. So, I mean, it lasted a long time.
2: Dang.
1: But I outlived it. we <laughs> the same age. So <laughs>
0: That's true. I didn't I'm think about still that. winning. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that because the show's still on. There's still comics, there's still toys. Anyway,
1: I'm still breathing. That's true. You are. <laughs> Spoiler alert: This one's gonna end weird. Um,
0: the first year's sales projections for the toy line were 12 to 15 million, and it actually sold about 50 million. All right, so it, it was a big yeah, it was a big hit. <laughs> the comic book that was released by Marvel uh, Comics in 1982, and it ran until 1994 for 155 issues. Now, the reason I mentioned the comic book is because those two. The toy and the comic are closely linked. Mm-hmm. Um, when GI Joe came out, you couldn't really do cartoons for toy lines on TV. Um, in fact, there were even heavily regulated commercials that you couldn't do certain things for toys uh, during you know regular Saturday mornings. Um, so Hasbro's idea was to come out with a comic book that would be there kind of media that they could glom onto to sell the toys mm-hmm. all coming from star wars you know because that was what sold the star wars toys with them were the movies so their idea was to do a comic book and the comic was huge um it first it's it was it was the first few issues sold out through multiple printings um by 1985 it was the top selling subscription comic from marvel beating out things like x-men and spider-man and
1: big big titles
0: and they were they were receiving 1200 fan litters a week by
1: 1987 and but i wonder if that's um just thinking about the timing i mean so was it doing well as the comic because you have the people who grew up with the 12 inch dolls are now having children
0: Uh, that's entirely possible i mean yeah yeah
1: Going in cycles again, but like we're seeing now. I think it
0: also just has a lot to do with the toys. I sure. mean, the toys were huge, as I said, you know, as I said before. Um, <coughs> but in 1986, it was selling 331,500 issues every month, so it was a pretty darn good selling comic. Um, so since Hasbro didn't have a cartoon or a movie or anything like that that they could tie the toy line to, they tied it to the comic books, and Marvel had the brilliant idea of actually advertising the comic book on television, which was the first time anyone had ever done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did was they had little animated segments, which we watched, you yes. know, some of the compilation, yeah. um, for the ads for the comic book. And so it was kind of a little teaser. Like this is what a GI Joe cartoon would be like. Mm-hmm. Well, um, in 1984, <laughs> <It worked. laughs> yeah, sorry, 1983, um, <clears throat> the uh, hasbro produced a miniseries for gi joe the cartoon to kind of introduce it uh, i believe it was five or six uh, episodes and it was all done through syndication so it wasn't done on saturday mornings which mm-hmm. meant that the fcc didn't regulate the cartoons or the advertising quite as much because it could be done they could show at any time so most uh, television stations showed the cartoon the mini series after school and that's kind of when gi joe found its time slot like when I watched it, that was the only time it was ever on, was after school. It was after
1: school during the week. Yeah. And
0: so, um, by 1984, the FCC had pretty much taken out all of their restrictions, and so comics or cartoons as toy advertisement was, like, the main...
1: The norm. Yeah, it was that, the yeah. norm. Uh,
0: in fact, I have a little note here. By 1984, or within a year, of, so about 1985, the top ten selling toys all had cartoons. So it was just, it was just what you did now. Um, So, I mean, that was a really big deal. The fact that these were cartoons advertising toys and it was the first time it had really been done. And it was obviously a huge success. You've got Transformers, He-Man, G.I. Joe, you know, all of these toy lines that are still being made today. If you look around my room, my office, office, you're going to find that, you know, they were all um, key to, you know, be in this, this new wave of cartoons as ever. they are
2: also, like, well-known names and everything that, like, even people in my generation know just yeah. because of how popular they were. Yeah,
0: like, I mean, they're still hanging <clears throat> around, you know.
2: Like, before we even watched G.I. Joe, I know you mentioned it. And, yeah. like, I've seen people talk about it and sure. make references to it that, sure, I didn't understand, but I knew what it was. Well,
0: it doesn't hurt that there have been three movies <laughs> based on G.I. Joe. Really? Uh, 2009's the rise of cobra 2013's retaliation and then just this last year snake eyes gi joe origins from 2021 mm-hmm. so it's it's been in the pop culture realm um the cartoon ran for two years for a total of 95 episodes uh, It was produced by marvel productions in cooperation with sunbow productions sunbow wrote the scripts marvel did the uh the um, storyboards and the animation was done by Toei in japan the uh Comics and the cartoon were very different animals. They didn't mm-hmm. really have much to do with each other other than mm-hmm. some of the main characters and obviously all the toys and <laughs> the ships yeah. and yes. vehicles and everything. Um, Everything's sold c- separately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the personalities were very different. Um, I mainly read the comic. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, I had the entire run of Marvel Comics right. um, at one point, and then we lost them when our basement flooded. Yeah, yeah it was one of the most devastating days of my life. <laughs> um, and how? <laughs> and so I mainly read the comics. I read them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would watch the cartoon again whenever I came home from when school. Catch, when, when I it. caught it. It mm-hmm. wasn't like it was a major touchstone for me.
1: Now, for anyone who might be younger, when you caught it means that you actually <laughs> right. had to turn on your television and hope it was on and TV. And be, on the, be there, there at not the right time. On demand.
0: Right. We- <laughs> um, the comic was written. 100% by Larry Hama. Um, and then he did a lot of the artwork as well, but he pretty much got the okay from Hasbro to do whatever he wanted. As long as he showed the latest vehicles and playsets and characters and toys that were being introduced. So he did that. And so he created a lot of,
1: so his content was then dictated by the, probably by the cartoon slash toy line because
0: it was dictated by to the toy line. But wasn't
1: also the cartoon dictated by the Twilight Zone? Yes. So, and so you would see a lot yeah. of the
0: same characters, but they wouldn't have the same personalities.
1: No, no, no. I'm just thinking, but they're all driving the same oh, cars. Oh, absolutely. They're all driving the same tanks. Exactly. Yes, the yes, big yes, difference
0: yes. is you can produce a comic a lot faster than you can in any right. an episode of a cartoon. Right, and okay. that So, so Larry but, could come out with... You know, the newest vehicles and characters and everything a lot faster than the cartoon could. Mm-hmm. The only thing that he really didn't want to have anything to do with was after G.I. Joe the movie in 1987, um, when they completely revamped the entire backstory of, like, Cobra, the ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world that G.I. Joe fights. You have that
2: burned in your brain. I do.
0: I could say that entire thing from the <laughs> intro because I said it every time the cartoon was on. Anyway, <laughs> um, when. So Yes. <laughs> when the movie came out, they introduced this idea of Cobra Law, which was like this fantastical mythical place where Cobra came from. And Larry was like, I'm not doing that. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> just kinda, for, I'm mean, i just it's it doesn't exist. You kind of just kind of
2: squashed on his backstory. And he's, that's exactly. He's like, he's yeah. Like, what the?
0: And so he he just was like, I'm not doing that. You're just going to have to deal with that. Right. And at that point, you know, he had the number one selling comic and, he was, yeah. you know, they were like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Aside from the comic, the cartoon that we watched, there have been multiple com- cartoon series for GI Joe. Uh, there was one in 1989 to 1991, which is the same characters and the same toy lines and everything. Uh, to some extent, mm-hmm. um, but it was produced by Deke, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. They they did, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I mean, I can. I think see they did it. real Ghostbusters. Maybe. maybe. Anyway, yeah. um, at that time, uh, Hasbro was mostly paying for all of the cartoons when the original G.I. Joe cartoon was on, but Deke came in and said, like, hey, can we just license it and we'll pay for the cartoons? So Asbro was like, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, it sucked. Uh, most of the Joe fans don't give a crap about it. Mm-hmm. Only ran for 44 episodes. Nobody really cares. Then in 1995, there was G.I. Joe Extreme, it ran for two seasons of, of 26 episodes. Yeah, I know. It was was you, it a letter X and then D? No, unfortunately, but okay. you should see it. It is 90s. <laughs> yeah, just 90s. I, I
1: would dare to say, is it radical? It, it is. No. <laughs>
0: uh, then in 2005, there were 26 episodes of G.I. Joe Sigma Six. In 2009, there was G.I. Joe Resolute, which was an online series, but it was aimed more at an adult audience, and it aired on Adult Swim. And then in uh, 2020, GI Joe Renegades had 26 episodes. It aired on the Hub, where Harper used to watch My Little Pony and Littlest Pet Shop and yeah. stuff like that. So it was aimed more. It kids.
2: was, yeah. It was it was,
0: it was all Hasbro. Property.
1: Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah, yes, that, that yes. literally yeah. is all the, Hasbro. Oh. I just realized that. Was the that. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So that's Absolutely. kind of the breakdown of the history of GI Joe toys and comics and cartoons. And mm-hmm. we watched uh, how many. We watched four episodes. Yes, we did. We watched Countdown to Zartan. We watched The Viper is Coming. Oh, Lord. oh my god! We watched Once Upon a Joe, and then we watched The Funhouse.
2: Gotta be honest, Once Upon a Joe was my favorite. I don't know why. I think it was just because it was it it
1: played
0: was, with the
2: art style. wasn't well, that the one with all of the, uh, Of course, he had
1: an orphanage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <course he> <laughs> let's like just, just let's talk about that one
0: first then. So, Once Upon a um, Joe tells the story of the Joes destroying an orphanage through by accident yeah by accident uh during a fight with cobra over the macguffin device
2: they really did hone down like on these kids being orphans because yes, they would they not kept. they kept reminding them oh we're just poor little orphans right We've nobody cares no about family. orphans.
0: nobody tells bedtime stories to orphans, orphans. yeah i mean yeah. it was constantly it was, it was really us.
2: trying to make the joes like <laughs> like seem like oh they were trying they're helping these poor orphans Orphans. (laughs) (laughs)
0: um but in that one uh shipwreck sits down with all the kids and he starts telling them a story about ship shape and i I love shipwreck he's hilarious (laughs) why do you like shipwreck harper
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's because it's very obvious a lot of these characters like are gay (laughs) okay (laughs) a lot of them (laughs) It's, it's, she can say it. She is one. it's okay. <laughs> she like literally literally like it's a show about army soldiers. Of course there are gonna be some of them I'm just like you two. <laughs> was <It's>, it <laughs> was
1: it the fact that his neckline started in his yes. <laughs> naval? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. The the nineteen eighties were very macho. Macho Macho Man
2: And they wonder why there were so many (laughs) gay people around
0: (laughs) Yeah That was a pretty goofy episode But it was also pretty creative for a kids show Especially one that's supposed to be all about boys adventures And then they tell like this fairy tale story
2: The cartoon style I was really interested in Because it really like It A, really shifted from the original style And B, it really did reminisce of like kids cartoons And everything And that's definitely
0: what they were going for
2: Yeah
1: I, um, now keep in mind I'm reaching here, but so were they on some of this stuff, but um, aren't they, by taking care of the orphanage, automatically better than both Superman and Batman, who destroyed an entire city and did not clean up after their mess? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Isn't that... Yeah, that's fair. yeah. Oh, just yeah. one more tick in the Marvel column. Oh, no. versus the we go. <laughs> I just, because I'm just like, I just, the more I'm thinking about this episode... For a show that, like, really liked to spend its budget on, like, the fight the and explosions. explosions. Man, the and this expo- was... The explosions
0: this, were amazing on the show. They were,
1: yeah. And they were, um... But it, it was all over so quickly and was literally a show about union breaks.
2: Like, it was just,
0: <laughs> like, every five minutes
1: we're sitting down and talking to a bunch of people. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was a weird episode. But it was fun.
2: Also I liked how uh, in that episode the big like tough guy who's like trying to Leatherneck let you, oh
0: my God. <laughs> What?
1: Let's let's just get it out there. Let's get it out
0: there. Okay, okay.
1: New game with GI Joe.
0: Oh, yes, okay. This is something we is actually it, did.
1: Yes, we did because you can take oh, yeah. most names out of GI Joe, plug it into Urban Dictionary, and you don't have to scroll far for no. um For for filthy, yes, snow job, (laughs) (laughs) airtight, airtight, airtight. Trust
0: us, folks. Do not look up airtight on Urban Dictionary
2: I'm now or traumatized do.
1: Or, yeah. or do live your life I can't tell you what to do every time um, I hear snow
2: job now I start giggling hysterically
0: well so did we I was in 6th grade we thought it was hilarious
1: right, <laughs> right. they really, they really yeah. what else what else do we okay and then we also have the like hyper stereotype we've got yes um, spirit oh. spirits spirit and, uh, storm shadow wait 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 oh. what was not spirit what was spirit's eagle's name freedom uh, yeah
0: and, and then barbecue he was the uh, the what he was the boston fire De- department guy he's the firefighter
1: the firefighter's name was barbecue yeah you didn't catch that you didn't see that you mean the firefighter slash arsonist's name was barbecue oh well, yeah the thing okay. about like okay no I just want you to go down this list now I'm listening <laughs> go on go on no, who else, else do we have I don't know I mean literally going into this I knew I knew Cobra. Sergeant Slaughter. Like, that's all I know about
0: GI Joe. Right, right. We
2: started this. For me,
0: like, I'm amazed Snake Eyes is not in the Urban Dictionary. That just feels like it's got to be something, but I know, it's, sna- it's I know Snake
2: Eyes is like a casino term. Like whenever yeah, you guys does. Is, oh, yes, it is. But that's the only time that like, I've heard Snake Eyes. <laughs> Come
0: on, give me more. I what don't, I I don't know off the top of my head. I don't all have right. the whole... All right. I don't have them all memorized. Shipwreck. Shipwreck. Uh, Alpine. Alpine. Uh, he, Which was he was works one, um, a
2: sailor, obviously. I mean, a lot of the
0: a lot of the Cobra guys don't have normal names. They're like Destro. What was the What was the guy's right. like
2: guy with long hair's name? Like he was the main villain of. Like, he was like one of the villains for Cobra. He worked with Cobra. Is he the like, one who could change oh, his? Oh, yes, yeah, the, he Z- the Zartan. Zartan. Yeah. Zartan. And rocking the crop top. <laughs>
0: Yeah, all the when he was wearing a shirt. They, yeah, I was yeah. Say, those, those those are the dreadnocks and they, oh yeah, they also, were all like that. They all were very um, all wa- Mad Max, Road Warrior type looking. They all were looking They're from yeah. Australia, so you know that's kind of the influence. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why they all had the mohawks and the spiked hair. And
2: again, they wonder why there were so many gay people around. Well, you're gonna make these buff hot always, men. There's, there's,
1: there's gonna, gonna be, be, be some gay people around forever. But the, 80s. <laughs> but the 80s, you
0: know, a lot, of, a lot of shirtless men trying to be very macho. That was the 1980s.
1: Yeah. Someday we want you to Google Zubaz.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that already sounds bad. Their are pants.
0: They're pants. And they're they're pants. Okay. They're that
2: horrible.
0: doesn't
1: make it sound better, does it? No. There you go.
0: Um, okay, so Anyways. that was kind of Once Upon a Joe. Um, the next one, we kind of talked about barbecue and the Viper is coming. Which, I'm telling you, I know, I know, you both sighed very heavily when we came <laughs> to the end of that episode. But I guarantee you, if you said the Viper is coming to anyone my age, they know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I know. It is, it is well just well so better. ingrained in our Gen X they, memory.
1: It is it is, it is cheesy and awful and terrible. I kind of
0: love it. Like, that's the thing. It's like an angry upvote. It's like, you know what? I got to give you props because you just spent 23 minutes on a dad joke. Correct. And, you know.
1: But as we're finding out as we watch more and more of these um, cartoons from, you know, our era. Era. That has influenced us and oh. the dad joke, and the fact that we love the dad joke for sure. Oh,
2: so this cartoon is the reason why you not this one. You are no. a lot, Maybe of me. <laughs> <laughs> mainly this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: keep in mind this cartoon started when, when she I was did, born. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same year I was born. So, yes, the, the Viper is Coming was a touchstone. I kind of, I, kinda, I, 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 I gotta be
2: honest, I did kind of like. Start to think that it wasn't going to be as epic as I thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah. Because like they already did, they already blew up most of Cobra's
0: place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they went to what, like four different things that didn't they didn't they go to 40? like didn't
2: they go to like a place where like the Cobra was like a Cobra spa. Yeah. yeah it was at one like their,
0: it was yeah it was in the Arctic and it was their all cobra. these army
2: men were just like wearing short
0: shorts and oh, that like oh t- yes
2: yes yes
1: because it was like it was like. Um, from the neck down, dad on vacation, yeah.
0: from the neck up,
1: Oprah business as usual. Yeah, they still had their helmets, helmets on,
0: like, in the pool. Yes. <laughs> and, and in the mess hall. Yes, yes, yeah, so yes. yes. That was great. It's
1: Like, I, I just, I want, I want just a walking tour of that facility. I know, yeah. With people getting massages still wearing and their helmets. helmets
0: and, well, um, I
2: mean, you gotta be, you gotta be ready for whenever something happens. Well, <laughs> and look what happened. Yeah. They got attacked. Um, they got attacked, and I honestly felt kind of bad when it turned out to be a dad joke the entire time I'm just like oh those poor Cobra guys they just wanted to relax in the spa (laughs) they got blown up by these guys that they didn't even know what they were talking
0: about I mean you gotta admit it was a pretty exciting episode you know I mean I I, I have
2: it was like, basically I have the entire
1: problem and zero
0: problems with it because <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the <laughs> ending battle where they're in like the cobra headquarters or are like fighting on the the side of the skyscraper and everything
2: the entire that's pretty cool that entire for episode you could just you could just so you can just say sold separately
0: yeah, well yes for that's the enti- true for the
2: all everything that well they yeah had. because it's not
1: you know get to the ships it's Get Get to to the. the, Whatever the name. Get
0: to to the Sky Strikers. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how the entire series was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always name dropping. Of course. Yeah. But, um, I mean, when we were kids, The Viper is Coming was a mind blowing twist for us. And we just thought it was the funniest thing ever. So, again, touchstone episode for us.
2: Burned into your memories. It
0: very much is. Um, Then we watched The Fun House. That was cool. Which. Is, uh, I, it, Which I need refresher This is the one where the Joes End up in like the pyramid That is nothing but like silly traps That Cobra Commander has set up Like there's robot Cobra Commanders That are going running around There's balloons yes. that have hallucinogenic in them right. And basically They do everything they can to like separate the Joes From their groups of two that they went out in And there's right. only one person right. who keeps going right. and Oh
1: this is the one with The girl Yes, yes. There's yes. Oh, yeah. one girl.
0: <laughs> I think it was Scarlet. Was that, or was that mm. lady? No, Lady J is in that one. Lady well, J. The
1: Sigourney Weaver, obviously. Yeah, I think one. so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Ripley looking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, that was just kind of a perfect distillation of the show because Cobra commander never had good plans. They were always goofy and much like a bond villain. You know, they couldn't just outright shoot the Joes that they captured. They had to do some silly thing yeah. to, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was
1: doof and Schmirtz, the y- beta yes,
0: release. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I that's. I hate that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of why I chose that episode, just because it is goofy and silly and just. Kind of everything that the G.I. Joe cartoon was. Mm-hmm. was it, it, really, it
2: really showed that this show was just full of himbos and just one girl who was trying to keep them all.
0: That's, yeah, I mean, Lady J, Scarlet, Cover Girl didn't really have much of a show. Yeah, I know, I know. Was she blonde? <laughs> no, but she was really pretty. She was the prettiest one on the Joes. Oh, of course. Yeah, and even though Scarlet and Lady J are nothing to, you know, shake a stick yeah, at. Yeah, <laughs> all, yeah exactly. Like, all, like anything else from the 80s,
1: um, Barbie, this, like all of these women are drawn to where if they were real they would have to be eight feet tall yes. and walk on yes. all fours Absolutely. because of the proportions. Yeah. Sorry, you were talking about the ladies.
0: Oh, on this show mm-hmm. The ladies were always the smart ones, just like you know in real life. Um, <laughs> the, guys some, <laughs> the guys would have some, the guys would have some harebrained scheme, or they'd do something stupid, and it would have to be Scarlet, or most likely Lady J. She was kind of the main one on the cartoon. Yeah. she would step in and take care of things. So, yeah, just mm-hmm. like real life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then the other one we watched was cartoon Countdown to Zartan. Um, the reason I showed this one to you guys is because I found a commercial that directly tied us to to Zartan and uh, remember because in the very end of this episode he ends up in the sun and he like and he turns purple and like the sun hurts him because he's very sensitive to the sun and it's not explained at all in the cartoon it's just like this happens he gets into the sunlight he turns purple and he screams and why
1: didn't they turn it into a PSA about using (laughs) sunlight I don't know (laughs) come (laughs) on
0: so then what I found was a was a, a commercial that tied directly to zartan and it explained everything that if you put the toy in the sun his skin would change t- tones so he would go from a normal white guy mm. to kind of like this dark purple thing and so it was explained in the cart in the commercial but not in the cartoon so it was just kind of the perfect was it here's the was, here it is as a as an advertisement was it car-
2: the counten to zartan we first like met Spirit, Spirit. yeah, and the ninja. I, yep. I don't Storm even. Yeah, Storm Shadow. Yeah, the, they started god fighting. And we uh-huh. both just kind of went. Look, oh. the racist stereotypes are fighting. Wait, wait, wait. No, we now have to
1: address the guess where they're from accents. Yes, the yeah. accents are all over the place.
0: Yes, in this. they could be. Yes, yeah.
2: like sure, like yes. In the eighties, that was that's. It's I'm, good it's that they were trying that they and that they added those characters. There. However, oh my god. However, that did not age well.
0: <laughs> no. Um, in that the should 80s. Just be
1: the subtitle
0: of this whole series <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> It's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> did not age well. Generation
1: tune that didn't <laughs> <age> well.
0: <laughs> the thing is, and I've said this before with you guys, but like, GI Joe was actually very represent- res- oh, representative representative yeah. of other v- races. I don't want to say cultures. I want to say races. They
2: barely showed different because cultures. yeah, exactly.
0: They they were all based on stereotypes. But correct. But they had a Native American. They had multiple Asian. Folks, yep. not all of them were ninjas, but some of them were. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't <an> helping, <laughs> but that was well, the eighties, the, and there
1: were there were several black. Uh, yeah, soldiers and everything. Yeah, you know? that. Yep.
0: and and again, not all of them. Unlike Roadblock, who did actually rap every once in a while, most of them did not rap their lines.
2: Do <laughs> mm, <laughs> I see? Just play basketball, about like...
0: Roadblock only did that sometimes, and that was only in the cartoon, as I recall. I don't think he ever did. The, that in the best
1: comic. thing that would yeah. ever happen. Now I just want to see someone make a uh, a GI Joe parody of him continuing to talk and rhyme and everyone getting
0: annoyed right. and <laughs> and shit. Th- While they're pinned down by gunfire. And he's right. Still... They're like, is this really the time yeah.
2: for that? Well, honestly, in any cartoon where they're making jokes, like, I always want the, I, I know they're not going to do it, but I always want the cartoon character to just go, is this really the time? Yeah. <laughs> Can you okay. just stop?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, So anyway, that, ca- Zartan, which I'm glad you brought up Spirit in that one, and Storm Shadow kind of having a, one-on-one personal conflict that's a perfect example of the comic and the cartoon being very different because as we saw i want to say in the funhouse one too one of the other ones uh spirit and storm shadow kind of go at it again because that was kind of the
2: dynamic yeah that was kind of (laughs) right
0: (laughs) exactly That that was the dynamic on the cartoon but in the comic it's snake eyes and storm shadow in fact they're part of the same ninja clan and but they've gone separate ways So it's just an example of how the comic and the cartoons were not much at all. Yeah. Basically separate.
2: Again, like for the eighties, it's good that they tried. It's just that that did not age well to like current times. And like, I'm, I hope that we have better representation now. And like, I mean, when you, as Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. And I think, yeah, as we, you know, as we
1: continue to grow as people and, and listen to you know underrepresented voices and things like that. We you will can, all continue to try yeah. and do better.
0: And and you know you start to actually research and learn about other cultures instead of just well Indians are X, you know, Y they're, Z. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're medicine men and they can communicate with the spirits and you know I mean and if you don't go off of those generic stereotypes that were told to us during the cowboy era, you know. Tonto and that kind of thing. I was pretty happy
2: when we started watching. (laughs) Right. That's true. I was pretty happy when we started watching and I saw like a bunch of people from different races and it wasn't just a bunch of white guys and the only black guy wasn't a driver unlike Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, That's true.
2: That like, that actually got me (laughs) kind of like, kind of like, okay, yeah, what?
0: And I mean, some of them uh, were there from the start. The, one of the first Joes was Stalker and he was a black character. And he was G.I. Joe, or he was uh, Snake Eyes Right Hand Man during the Vietnam War So I mean, you know, there was a lot of Right from the start, G.I. Joe tried To be more diverse Not saying it was perfect, again No, but but again,
2: effort was there
0: And you know, especially for the 1980s Especially early 1980s -hmm. For a toy line to have a black character like that Pretty rare.
2: Also, a Native American character. Cause yeah. How, oh, that, cause that was definitely. That did not
0: happen. <laughs> that was not a thing. Unless yeah. it was the Lone Ranger <laughs> toy <line>. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you're right. They, they tried.
2: They did try. And honestly, I do give them a little, like, some props for trying because then it got people to go, like, okay, this is the type of representation. That is trying, but not trying enough. <laughs> more
0: importantly, it showed that it could be done. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as crazy as that sounds. Just having a Native American character that wasn't Tonto mm. was a huge thing.
2: And it also, it also did bring like attention more into. I'm not saying that it was like groundbreaking or that it really did change, but it did bring attention to that like that like um to add Native American characters into media and like sure. this is the representation that we could add more. Um, unfortunately, I haven't seen much of that in, like, recent years. But hopefully in the future we'll see more of that and see more of that representation. But at least, like, that character was there at the time. Yeah. And, like, was and it,
0: I mean, for any Native American kids in the 1980s, <clears throat> he was the only character that wasn't Tonto. You know? I mean, they, they had Bravestar later on, but I don't remember... Well, I guess Brave Star might have been Native American. I well, don't remember, and, but and the
1: other and the other thing is though is you know we could be forgetting about someone just because you know where you grew up was a limited well, television yeah. compared to even where I was. Yeah.
0: But... it's not coming to anything though, as far as Native oh, Americans. Oh,
1: yeah, I know. And unfortunately,
0: know. in the 1980s, if you were Asian, you knew karate. And, i mean on television on
1: television you yeah. knew karate Characters.
0: you were a ninja you were the sister, the math guy i mean you know the typical stereotypes we're still,
2: i mean yeah they're still trying to break stereotypes in media today yeah. which is why like well we're also very lucky to have social media where people who are native american who are have a- asian descent who are black can or like like people of color can say, okay, this is the type of representation that can be harmful. Here's a good, here's like some good representation. Here is something that we would like to see in media. I'd like to see out, out in like TV shows and movies and comics and whatever. Well,
0: And more importantly, they can say when it's not good representation. Yeah. I mean, that's the depth well, of who, poo, well, and you know?
2: With, when you have, you know,
1: a large following on social media, you have more of an opportunity for that mm-hmm. to echo farther. For sure you know so
0: i mean how many years did the simpsons have a poo without anyone complaining as far as we knew I'm not saying it didn't happen yeah. it
1: absolutely happened. but right, it wasn't until social it was, media it, it, def- it definitely went in waves but then it, you're right it it took <clears throat> it took a it took social media and it took a lot of all the outcry at once yes
0: for yeah. it focused to change. and yeah yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think if you were to release G.I. Joe as it was today, I think you'd get a lot of that pushback again. Oh, yes, absolutely. Definitely. You know?
2: We got pushback in our own living <clears> room. <throat> I mean, come that's on. True,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's very true. That's very true.
2: I, I, as, soon as, as soon as I heard that his name was Spirit yeah. and that he had what they said in the show, a special connection to the eagle, I'm just yeah. like, no, I'm done. Yeah, it's, Like, it's... no, that's not how you do you gotta listen to the people. You gotta not. Just
1: kind do of wanted it. him to strangle the eagle while making unwavering eye contact to the camera. Just wow. Kind of like. All right. There's a PSA, Joe.
0: I guess that's a good segue. Let's yeah, go into the PSAs. Yes. Um, we did oh watch God. a handful of the PSAs. There were a lot of them, so we didn't watch every single one. But those were tacked on to the end of the show just so that. Uh, The production could say, well, we're not just a toy advertisement. We're also an educational program. We're quirky. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, But, once again.
1: But here's the thing. Those PSAs, they went a step farther in culture. You say you can say the Viper is coming to anybody your age. You can say, and now you know.
0: And the response is going to be almost as though you're in church. Yes. Would be, and knowing knowing is is half half the the battle. battle.
1: And that's even like. Again, yeah. I did not watch it growing up, but I knew that because yeah. I want to say at least here the PSAs were not just tacked on to the end. Oh, they I want well, but I'm I want to say that some places aired them like in between oh. cartoons.
0: Oh. Oh, oh, like, you just mean almost PSA- like bumpers.
1: Almost like bumpers, but just oh. the PSA part. That may like, be
0: but not where I was. Right. You know, not in right. my four-channel <laughs> <laughs> country living. Correct. Okay. Th- that may be... That would not surprise me, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah.
2: The PSAs <clears throat> were, like, were interesting because, like... Because, of course, since they had such a short amount of time... Yeah. They had to get to the problem and then the solution very, very, very quickly. quickly yeah. mm-hmm. So it was, So, a lot of the times... You would see people making really like dumb mistakes that you could laugh at, and beca- and just know it's that the they were trying to get shall, there. It's,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's absolutely. You know, Ooh, oh no, I, I, I dropped this. I'm, who will help I me? Caught on fire. Yeah, yeah. i am falling and can't get up. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, let's 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 talk about the fact that that one kid catches on fire and then strange man comes out of. the well,
0: woods. Yeah, and, well, and that's where we get into the Fensler, uh the parodies. Oh that we watch yes. Because it is a weird, just like, brain space to to do exactly what you're saying. Like, you can see these two kids camping in the woods, and then suddenly there's this guy coming out of the woods. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's it's, it's taking. Were you there the whole time, Spirit? It's
1: it's not taking the PSA at face value, which is what we did growing up. It's like, oh, yeah, stop, drop, and roll. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. And and now it's. Instead, it's like. Were you watching?
0: Yeah. Were you, <laughs> Where, <laughs> Where did be, you come from? <laughs> yeah,
1: it was just, very weird.
2: I kind of, I kind of like to imagine that as soon as he helps the kid, he kind of just slowly creeps back into the bushes,
1: like oh, the no. Homer,
2: the Homer, like just. <laughs>
1: no, backs he was up a Native his.
0: American. He turned into a. a oh, a,
1: stop, stop! No, a, don't you dare! He turned into an no,
0: eagle even, and don't flew don't away, you dare. or a we coyote don't, no, and no, ran no, back into the woods. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Okay.
1: Spirit is disappointed in you. I want you to know that.
2: (laughs) I'm disappointed in you at this point.
0: So yes, the PSAs were a huge influence on an entire generation, Uh, even as goofy as they were. And um, a lot of other shows followed their lead. He Man had PSAs at the end. Brave Star had PSAs. He Man's about
1: steroid usage. It should have been. (laughs) It
0: should have
1: been. Or how not to get a bargain basement haircut.
0: But, uh, you know, and when, when we get to these shows, we'll, we'll be sure watch the PSAs cause that's a big part of that era of television for better or worse. Oh,
2: absolutely. You know? Absolutely.
1: Because it's the whole, like, um,
0: it's the justification.
1: Well, it's also a little bit of the like TV raising the kids thing.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, yes. gotta yes, yes, make yes.
2: sure it's all, it's all. We're not feeding them Complete junk Right the, the producers were basically Just like Guns Explosions Explosions Stop drop and roll kids yep. Guns Explosions that's, Like yeah. that's basically The entire show
0: <laughs> Buy this toy Sold separately yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that was That <laughs> was exactly right. what it was And then <laughs> Listen to
2: Snow Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: The whole show was a snow job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there were the parody PSAs, which were oh, touchstones of <laughs> the early Which are internet. just
1: yeah, art. Yeah, they are art. Yes, pork they chop are sandwiches, mas- and masterpiece. Yeah. body
0: massage. Body <laughs>
1: massage. <laughs> <And tape. laughs> So, please, please go look those up. Yeah, and, yeah I'll and have I'll have links to those. Oh, I'll have links to those on the do. show notes on the they're on the so, website. They're so even amazing. if you haven't seen them before, watch they, them again. They are
0: totally worth watching. They yes. really are. Um,
1: it's I, you I, know it's the it's it's what bad lip reading later yeah, became. That's basically, absolute, basic yeah, thing. it's very yeah. true. Yeah,
0: bad dubs. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, I, I, think I realize it
1: all. I but here's the the surprising thing is is because it's so camp and over the top, I'd totally watch more of it. Really? Absolutely. Oh, that,
0: that does surprise me. That, I,
2: absolutely. I would, I would watch more of it just to make fun of it. Exactly. To That's
0: be what honest. What doing. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's just like, this
1: is ridiculous. Let's watch it. I,
0: yeah. I would watch it in that vein now. You know, As an adult. If, yeah, <laughs> if I were to sit down and be like, well, oh, in fact, I did. Um, back when they first hit DVD, I was you know, on Netflix and I was getting DVDs and I got the first disc and I sat down with it thinking... This was the greatest cartoon ever.
1: Knight Rider Syndrome? And yes, it was
0: Knight Rider Syndrome, which is my phrase for whenever you love something as a kid and then sit down and watch it as an adult and it does, it does not hold not up. Does not hold up. Which is much like no, the television no, show Knight Rider. Really. Um, yeah, I sat down and I watched the first few episodes and I was like, this is the worst thing ever. You know? Yeah. I was expecting a serious drama. <laughs> What? And it and is.
1: Instead, you got it is not. <laughs> the Village people animated.
0: Yes. So, uh, I mean, I would again watch it with tongue firmly planted in cheek, but I just. Is that a snow job? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're done, folks. Okay. <laughs> anyways,
2: and, anyways, listeners, remember the viper is coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, I could not sit down and watch this seriously anymore. Um,
2: yeah, me neither. And you know what's
0: what's crazy to me? Is there are a lot of guys my age who do. And I think if you're an adult and you watch G.I. Joe and you enjoy it as you did when you were a kid, I'm envious of you in a lot of ways. But for me, it's it's a total MST3K type situation Let's now. sit down. Let's and kind it, of poke fun let's at it. Let's sit down and
2: have a laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, let's, I, we don't it's, have
1: time for a movie well, let's
0: sit down and it's make a, fun of some shit. It's a cheesy yes. 1980s throwback. And I mean, mm-hmm. it is a snapshot of the times. Oh my God. It is insane how much that captures the early to mid 80s. Honestly,
2: like, the fact that, like, you're able to just laugh at a show that you knew was problematic is good growth. Like, but that's we, something that's.
0: But we didn't know it was problematic. Yeah, but
2: now that you're <laughs> now an adult do, and yes. you understand that it was problematic, yes, that's you. No, yeah, that's a good sign as of As a growth. person.
0: Right. Well, I also didn't know any better when I was eight. True. So.
2: I, once we start rewatching some of my um, cartoons, I might start realizing some things. I'm just like, wait a I, minute. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, things have improved since you were little too, yeah. you know? So. Okay. So I'm amazed that you all would actually watch more of it. Um, again. I think that's pretty. Total camp. That's pretty hilarious. Of I course, think it's we awesome.
2: can't miss Snow Job's presentation. <laughs>
1: There's, that's two words that don't ever need to be strong together again, you know? What? I know, but that's why
2: I, I said hear. it. That's why I said it. said it. I don't want to hear about the snow job. <laughs>
0: the snow job presentation sounds like a emo band or something. Or
1: a, or prog a, or a site, maybe. or a site, and site Yeah, yeah, prog rock or porn
2: site.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's our new
2: game. Risky click. Risky click, uh, yeah. Anyway, go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs>
1: Airtight snow. <laughs> uh, Good night, everybody.
0: Good night. <laughs> All right. Seriously, though, uh, thank you for listening. I hope this was fairly entertaining as it was for us. Um, oh next God. time, we'll be back with Andrea's pick. Uh, she has not decided what she's going to watch yet, so it'll be kind of a surprise for everyone. Um, but uh, we'll be we'll be back soon. Thanks a lot, folks. The
2: Viper's coming. Uh,
0: what the hell? Bottom saw. GI Joe!